Hello, fanatics. Thank you for tuning in. You, of course, are listening to 25,000 Miles. I'm your host, Josh. And today we have many, many things to talk about. We are featuring the great state of Oregon. Oregon, home of Portland. Portlandia, the craziest place in the world, according to, well, absolutely everyone. Got lots of cool music to get to. A lot of neat stuff, uh, some heavy stuff, a little bit of punk rock. Just some cool music, all and all. And of course, everyone's favorite, the bizarre laws of Oregon. And now, Oregon is a is a beautiful and lush place. A place where you can get quality craft coffees, quality craft beers, quality craft mustache wax, and many other quality craft things. Uh, Portland has been accused of being the home of the hipster. But you know what? Portland owns it, man. Like, they own it. Um, There's been phenomenal and fantastic TV series such as Portlandia featuring uh, the wonderful Fred Armisen. Uh, We've seen lots of different other TV shows like New Girl where Jess, um, she's from Portland. Um, it, It seems like everything that we get in media from Portland just explains it as this crazy nexus of bizarreness. And I, for one, would love to visit one day. And when this is all said and done, when the dust settles down, when there's a lot less people, <laughs> maybe I'll go and visit Portland because it's guaranteed to still be strange. Now, Portland, of course, is a hotbed of all sorts of music, right? When you get artistic people flocking to the same place and the same point in time, you're always going to get amazing music or fantastic music at least. And that is Portland. Um, Oh, Portland story. Yes. I think I've mentioned on the show before I was uh, speaking with, uh, I think it was during an interview I did with a band, but um, one of my very favorite things that I've ever, or artifacts I've ever put my hands on from Portland was a book called Crap Taxidermy. And I don't know if it was a book produced by a local shop or it was just a book or books sold in a local shop, but one friend bought it for another friend of mine, and it is the most bizarre and hilarious book I've ever seen. Like, the taxidermy that's in this book is different things like a weird squirrel that's been taxidermied, but it's like it looks like a skinny squirrel with like googly eyes pasted to its head. <laughs> Anyway, if you uh, ever have the chance, uh, check out the book Crap Taxidermy. This episode of 25,000 Miles Radio Show is brought to you by the Bricks and Blisters Podcast Network. Helping fun and unique podcasts find their home. We provide help with podcasting ideas and also provide podcast editing by trusted professionals. For more information or if you have any questions, please email us at bricksblisters at gmail.com. Or you can visit our website, bricksblisters.com. Now on to your show. If you'd like to reach out to us, if you're a local band, if you want to make some comments, make fun of us, anything, really, we like mail, we can be reached at 25,000milesradioshow at gmail.com. We are on Instagram and Twitter, and uh, periodically we broadcast live on the radio. Anywhere you're listening to this program, contact them. Say you'd like to talk to us or you'd like to be on the show. If you want to be on the show, come on on. 
Yeah. From the very beginning of 25,000 Miles, we've always encouraged everyone. If you think you can do better or you think that you have a better voice than we do or you have something to say or anything, contact us. Come on the show. We're happy to have you. Anytime. Literally anytime. Anyway, for now, we're going to play one of my favorite all-female punk rock bands from Portland, Oregon. This is the strong feminine force of Slater Kinney.
such a promise.
Thanks for all you crooners out there. That was She and Him, uh, also known as Zoe Dachanel and M. Ward, uh, a duo that's been together for quite a long time. Funny enough, from Portland. Uh, before that, we also heard Trenchmouth. Oh, I want to talk about Trenchmouth. And before that, Modest Mouse. All three of those bands have very strange and very neat roots and lots of things I want to talk about. So, first of all, she and him. Of course, Zoe Deschanel, uh, fantastic actress, been in many different movies. She was in New Girl, uh, featuring Jake Johnson. Just a good show. Good show. She's good. And it's nice to hear her voice. Like in the in the TV show, she sang quite a bit. But no, she's got a really nice voice. She's got one of those deeper kind of husky voices that's, yeah, it's great for that kind of croony, I don't, I don't even know what, what to call that kind of music. Yeah, it's good though. I like it. I like uh, I like the, the way Zoe Deschanel sings. Uh, before that, we heard Trench Mouth. Now, I mentioned Fred Armisen earlier. Fred Armisen, one of the funniest dudes, like, to watch. He's awkward. He's bizarre. He's he <laughs> he just looks like a funny dude to hang out with. And um, before Fred Armisen got into comedy, he was he loved music, and he's actually a fantastic drummer. Uh, in fact, uh, not too long ago, he released a Netflix series called Stand Up for Drummers. And he just does, he does a bunch of weird band comedy. He talks about all the weird stuff. One of my favorite parts in the show is he talks about how when you're watching a TV show, especially a TV show from like the 50s or the 60s, and it shows a band, and there's like some schmuck behind the drum kit playing the drums, and you know he's not playing the drums, but what makes it worse is the way the setup looks. Like everything looks disjointed. It's like you know that that's the way, never the way a drummer would play his drums. And so you're just like, what, man? Anyway, he laughs a lot about that and other things. And of course, Fred Armisen, Portlandia. Uh, I'm not even sure what season Portlandia is on. Maybe I'll get back to that with that information. But there's some stuff in Portlandia, man. It definitely makes me feel uncomfortable, but it definitely makes me laugh. I love Portlandia. Um, Fred Armisen, fantastic guy. Fantastic comedian. And fantastic musician, the drummer, for trench mouth that we just heard. So that's the whole the whole tie in there. Oh, and to start the whole set off, we heard from Modest Mouse. Now, we heard a song called March Into the Sea. The reason I played March Into the Sea is because the album We Were All Dead Before the Ship Sank, or We Were Dead Before the Ship Sank, Johnny Marr helped write that album. And so I know there's a lot of really big hits on that album. Uh, like float, but we were dead before the ship sank. Was co-written by Johnny Marr, and for those of you who don't know who Johnny Marr is, he was the guitar player for the The and the Smiths. That's right, Mr. Johnny Marr of the Smiths played in Modest Mouse. So the song we heard, "March Into the Sea," was co-written by none other than Johnny Marr, also a Portland band. So Portland's got a lot of strange things that they're uh, strange strings that they're that they're pulling at. And it's really, I don't know. I like I like the feel of Portland. I like the strangeness of Portland. I don't necessarily know if I like the skinny weird kid with the huge curly handlebar mustache smoking a pipe while he's riding a, a fixie. I don't know if I like that. To each their own. Yeah. 
Maybe not for me. But definitely, definitely for Portland. Now, something's about to happen that everyone I found from, well, our listeners, our listener audience, really enjoys. That is Strange Laws of Oregon. And here are the laws of Oregon. Fishing with corn. Some sites have claimed that fishing with corn in Oregon is illegal, or it's illegal to fish with canned corn. But there was a a statement made by the Department of Fish and Wildlife saying, you can fish with corn. It's actually quite a popular bait for coconut. But so-called chumming is not allowed. That's when you take a whole can of corn and empty it into where you're fishing. Yeah, kind of like getting the fish all hooked on corn and then dropping it in. (laughs) Under the subheading, use public restrooms as intended, apparently it is a violation of city code to lay, stand, sit, or climb on any fixers located inside any public washroom that are not intended for that purpose. Take a nap. On the toilet, you know, maybe you're a little tuckered out. Maybe it's a big poop. Maybe it's a small poop. You're not allowed to sleep there. You're also not allowed to lay on anything in a public washroom in Oregon. A person can be slapped with a misdemeanor for improperly disposing of human waste by operating a motor vehicle and throwing waste out the window or leaving it on the roadside. That's just good etiquette. You don't throw human waste out the window doesn't matter what it is not cool man not cool you are not allowed to leave an ice box open that's right you are not allowed to leave an ice box open in the state of oregon many different counties and cities in oregon have ruled that if you are to dispose of an ice box you gotta remove the door right So either you don't leave the door open, which means you seal it closed, or you take it off altogether. You are not allowed to have bean shooters and slingshots. In Salem, Oregon, it is against the code for a person to use any bean shooter (laughs) or slingshot to shoot beans, stones, pebbles, or other substance or thing in or upon any street, alley, or public place within the city. Oregon is very specific about their flinging things at things rules. No four in the park. Marion County Parks Ordinance forbid people from hitting a golf ball in any park unless the area is expressly designated for the activity. Well, no kidding. You're not going to play... Alright, 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 alright. Turn down the piano. In the tiny town of Hines, Oregon and other cities is prohibited to use or operate an automatic or electric piano phonograph loudspeaker or sound amplifying device so loud that it disturbs those in the general vicinity a piano can be too loud these days (laughs) and my favorite law in oregon is it is illegal in portland for anyone on roller skates, a sled, a skateboard, or other item with wheels to hold onto a vehicle for the purpose of being towed. Which means 
Back to the Future was clearly not shot in Oregon. And that is some bizarre laws. This episode of 25,000 Miles is brought to you today by the Small Axe Roadhouse, located at 409 Cliff Avenue in Enderby, BC. They are kid-friendly. They have seniors' discounts, daily food and drink specials, weekends' eggs Benny, and they can throw one hell of a show. Their tables may be wobbly, but you will too after a few cocktails. Make sure to check out the Small Axe Roadhouse or visit smallaxeroadhouse.ca. Dude... Nailed it. Oregon, or well, Portland in particular, has a fantastic heavy metal scene. Now, those of you who are regular listeners, those of you who are new listeners, Josh loves a good heavy metal song. But I don't always get the a chance to play them. And sometimes they're really not radio appropriate, even though the language might be cool. Sometimes it's just... It's not for the radio, but one band that will always be for the radio, one band that is always wicked YouTube ready, is a band called Red Fang. So we're going to hear from Red Fang right now. You are listening to 25,000 Miles Radio Show. I, of course, am Josh. For those of you who didn't get our our deets, our details, kids say deets these days. Again, 25,000 Miles Radio Show at gmail.com. Reach out to us. You got a song request, you want to be on the show, do you have a band, do you know a band, do they need exposure, let us know. It'll be great. For now, here's Red Fang.
rock and roll. That was awesome. Uh, at the top of the set, we heard Red Fang, and then we heard 10 Million Lights with a song called Smother. Oh, but, oh yeah, the, the, the Red Fang song, Hank is Dead. That is a great song. That's a great video. Yeah, man. <laughs> Red Fang, great guys, making wicked music. I got you know caught in a bit of a YouTube hole looking up music for Oregon. Red Fang doing the rig rundown. Like I've never seen such a heavy, hard band have such a minimal like rig setup. What I mean by rig is like uh, their amps, their cabinets, the guitars they play, the pedals they use, so on and so forth. It's just super minimalistic, the stuff that they use, and it's it's heavy. It's heavy, it's hard. These guys are great. These guys tour the, tour the world, and they make amazing music videos. In fact, Fred Armisen was in uh, uh, Milk Blood. My old man brain is uh, kicking me out here. It's like, nope, nope, you're done. You've talked for far too long, Josh. And then uh, we also heard 10 Million Lights, Keeping Shoegaze Alive. In Portland, man. Shoegaze, uh, for those of you who don't know what shoegaze is, uh, it was a style of music made really big by bands like My Bloody Valentine, uh, even a lot of the Jesus and Mary chain. Uh, that's really, but that's like old 80s, 80s, early 90s shoegaze. And there's a bunch of bands, uh, five or six bands in, in particular in Oregon, really keeping it alive. They're really rocking some really, just like heavy distortion, really echoey. Well, you heard 10 Million Lights. Um, all great bands, man, that's the end of the show. That's pretty much it. That's pretty much it, man. Maybe I'll put out another track here to play us out. But other than that, uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we know a little bit more about Oregon bands from Oregon. Uh, stay tuned. Joel and I got a bunch of neat things lined up. Other than that, you know what? Go put on a record, crank it up. And irritate everyone around you just for a laugh. This has been Josh. You're listening to 25,000 Miles. Be excellent.